Welcome to another episode of the Alter Your Health Podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. If this is your first time listening, hello and welcome. We value your time and energy and hope you receive a lot from tuning in. As a listener-supported show, we rely on you to help us grow. We'd be so grateful if you share the show or a favorite episode with a friend or fellow health seeker. Living a healthy and nourishing life doesn't always come easily, especially in today's crazy world. But that's why we're here, doing what we love, hopefully helping you along with information and inspiration that fuels your health pursuits. If you're looking for more support, consider subscribing to the monthly Meal Guide membership. Just $11 per month gets you access to a weekly meal guide filled with healing and delicious whole food plant-based recipes, along with invitations to our regularly scheduled support calls where we can connect, answer questions, and keep the good vibes flowing in our healthy lives. You can learn more at www.alter.health slash meal dash guides. And if you're looking for more in-depth support, check out our other services. We offer both one-on-one consulting as well as educational programs. All of our current offerings are listed at www.alter.health. Our ultimate goal is to empower you to heal yourself. Keeping with that theme, let's dive into today's show. Hello and welcome to this week's Wisdom Wednesday on the Alter Your Health podcast. I'm Dr. Susanna Alter. And I'm Dr. Ben. And we're both naturopathic doctors who empower individuals to heal themselves through whole food plant-based nutrition and mind-body medicine. So today we've got another Wisdom Wednesday episode for you. And as you might already be tuned into, we're working our way from head to toe, talking about our physical, nutritional, lifestyle things in altering your health from head to toe on Medicinal Monday. Wisdom Wednesday, we're of course, of course, talking about the spiritual, energetic, metaphysical opportunities that often lie in healing as we are navigating the body head to toe. And we're talking all about the throat. On Monday, we talked about upper respiratory infections, sore throat, um, all of the nutritional and lifestyle things to prevent and naturally heal these sort of acute or recurrent, chron- recurrent chronic conditions. And, um, you know, when we're talking about the throat, the first thing that comes to mind for me and uh, what's going to be kind of the, the, the focus of our conversation today is just that energy of self-expression. You know, of course, like, I, I don't know, I, I've, I've witnessed Susanna's journey Uh, putting her on the spot real quick oftentimes like you know noticing that she gets like phlegm caught in her throat and I know it's not a nutritional thing you know it's not like she's sneaking you know uh, cheese sticks uh, behind my back like we're eating the same stuff I know she's hydrated but I'll let obviously Susanna kind of speak for herself but oftentimes there's like this this energetic kind of spiritual opportunity with self-expression and having a clear throat and also uh, what that means with regard to preventing and healing these kind of chronic uh, conditions that might be related to our throat anatomy and physiology. Definitely, definitely. I mean, you know, we can think of from the kind of um, energetic school of thought, we think of the throat chakra as being a main energy center in the body. And that that throat chakra chakra is our communication center. It's how we express our creativity. It's how we express our truth. And so, of course, there is uh, definitely that 
brain body mind body connection between our ability to express ourselves authentically and our you know physical throat symptoms yeah and i think um for sure oftentimes fifth chakra throat energy throat chakra stuff uh definitely gets wrapped up into the conversation around thyroid health because that's kind of the endocrine uh, glands and our chakras are aligned with our endocrine glands. Um, so we're definitely going to be talking more about thyroid health and fifth chakra stuff when we get there um, in our altering your health from head to toe journey. Uh, but we're kind of starting that conversation today around self-expression because for sure with just with regard to voice and throat health and scratchy throats and that kind of chronic nagging cough or near feeling like you need to th clear your throat often you know there there very much is that similar piece of just kind of authentic self-expression yeah. so we're going to be diving into this and hopefully uh gaining insight and empowerment how we can kind of step more fully healthfully uh strongly into what it means to express ourselves yeah, so should we just dive into the energetic discussion, Ben, rather than talking about usually we start with a more kind of physiological brain body connection. But yeah, I mean, at this point, if you've tuned in, you know, how like stress, stressful thinking, um, constriction, the, the constriction of blood flow and, and nerve flow and, and, uh, you know, how stress kind of impacts our immunity. And of course, it's like if we're under stress, like in an acute or chronic way, we're going to have that constriction. Um, in oh, our that's a good point. I mean, wh what I was thinking is the obvious when we're under stress, our immune system drops and we're more susceptible well, to getting the an truth upper is, respiratory infection. The truth is actually that when we're under stress, acute stress raises our immune system like, you know. But chronic stress suppresses our immune system, immune system. Um, but so, so it's like, you know, it's kind of, but anyway, but yeah, yeah. So if someone has chronic stress, then they're more susceptible to getting upper respiratory infections and having a sore throat. So that's that kind of obvious kind of brain body connection there. Right. But what I love that you're bringing up is also just the immediate, the immediate physiological response of how sometimes when people are, are experiencing that acute stress from, you know, stressful thinking just coming in, they actually feel in their throat a constriction feeling. Mm. They, they feel like a ball in their throat. And oh. I, I can totally relate to this. Yeah. Can you? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like with public speaking and oh, stuff. Yeah. And, um, oh, yeah. I mean, I've, it's not like it's in, totally in the rearview mirror. Like, I'll get it. Like, even, I don't know, sitting at the dinner table. I can't think of any, like, real tangible example. But it's like when there's a conversation being had. And it's like, it's kind of like a sensitive subject. And I feel like I want to speak up. But I'm just, like, eating my food. Mm -hmm. And there's, like, this kind of, like, Something falling. welling up. Yeah. It's like, I can't swallow. <laughs> uh, like, th that. That. Like, I, I'm sure everyone has their own experience of that. Like, I, I and I know in, in um, sometimes in like when I was a student, I would often be kind of one of the more shy, soft spoken people. And I would want to like raise up, raise my hand and share. But I'd have this like, I, f I feel like if I if I did and someone and they call on me, like I, it, like the words wouldn't come out of my mouth properly. Mm -hmm. um, so, of course, the way that I see 
self-expression just kind of jumping forward maybe a little bit is that it's kind of like a muscle at least that's my relationship with it my voice and my authentic self-expression is kind of like a muscle and um as with any muscle you kind of just like work it out and exercise it and give yourself opportunities to flex it and use it and as you do so you get more comfortable and then you kind of stretch into the limits of what it means to more articulately confidently clearly communicate and that's not to say we're always going to be perfect if you listen to this podcast you know how i fumble over my words like so often um and that's not what it's about being perfect with our speech but having that grounded clarity and confidence with what we're saying and really being aligned and speaking truthfully honestly rather than just like putting words out there that we think we should be putting out that they're not really coming from that authentic genuine place totally totally yeah so let's let's just uh refer back to some of our wise mind body teachers here what they have to say about the throat and we have louise hay saying that the throat represents well it is our avenue of expression it's a channel of creativity and that throat problems can often represent an an, an inability to speak up for oneself swallowed anger stifled creativity and to go further if i look at what she has next to sore throat i found this was very interesting holding in angry words feeling unable to express the self and um I, th- I thought it was really interesting that the, the theme of anger kept coming up because um, honestly, if I speak personally for myself, when whenever I feel the most kind of constriction, tension in my throat is usually when I am trying to like swallow my anger or swallow my emotions mm. and I'm not expressing those emotions and there's that balling up of energy that's just getting stuck in my throat. Yeah, it leads me to consider, you know, just the the rules that we make for ourselves around self-expression or the rules that we buy into that are maybe made for us based on our upbringing. Um, like you were sharing, Susanna, like, you know, anger, anger is a anger or rage or like that, that emotion communicating from that place is difficult. Um, Susanna knows that I don't have any issue expressing my anger. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I like that's that's totally normal. In fact, you know, and the rules that I have in, in my upbringing is like if you want to make your if you want to get a point across, you do so from an angry place because people are going to listen. Uh, in, unless you're angry, you, you know, chances are you're, you're not going to be heard or listened to unless you're like have some anger in your voice. Now, of course, I'm learning that that's like a silly rule that doesn't like actually make any sense it doesn't feel good it's not promoting my health and well-being so just the rules that we believe and make up and buy into around what how and like what ways and how we should be communicating and what um is easy and what is difficult and why it's easy like it's just kind of like uh kind of interesting kind of interesting because of course if you have a really I don't know, it's just coming to my mind. If you have like a best friend, you know, you have a best friend who you just trust and you trust with all your heart and you can be 100% open and vulnerable and honest and just communicate everything, communicate your anger, communicate your 
um, resentment, communicate your jealousy, communicate your sadness, communicate all this, these, you know, um, emotional feelings. Um, it's like what that, that best friend, you know, what do they have? Obviously maybe they, they're like, you know, trustworthy or whatever. Um, but it's like, why can't we have that feeling and relationship and trust with ourselves and the rest of the world? Why can't we be completely open, honest, vulnerable, and authentic to everyone and anyone? And that's not to say we always need to like just speak what's on our heart and on our mind, like, you, you know, without any filter. Um, but at least we can, we can have that comfort with the internal dialogue, the internal self-expression. And when it does come time to open our mouth and share with the world, we're in that place of kind of groundedness rather than just get that emotional vulnerability and reactivity. Totally. I think it's really interesting to kind of consider the balance of expression and what areas in life we freely express ourselves and what areas in life we kind of hold back our self-expression and, and just kind of, you know, acknowledging like what you're saying, how it's like some, some people might have kind of more of a tendency to hold back self-expression just in general, whereas other people might actually be kind of like a loose cannon and just kind of like say whatever is coming through their mind without any filter or anything. And like what you're saying, that's, that's not necessarily like to that person's benefit or health benefit or anything. I think that we can overexpress and we can underexpress. And, um, you know, I was actually speaking with, with um, a friend the other week about just this topic, actually, because this wonderful person was just having some realizations that she had really kind of like stifled her self-expression in, in major ways for the majority of her life. And she was going through this phase of really practicing sharing everything, like sharing what was on her heart, sharing everything. And it was like, you know, flexing that muscle of self-expression, right? Mm -hmm. And I was thinking about this personally as she was sharing this because I can certainly relate to going through a phase like that myself, especially with me, you, Ben. Me too. I can, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, where like, you know, if something came up in our relationship, I would tell you right away. I would, I would tell you, I'm angry about this. I feel insecure about this. I feel jealous. I feel this. I feel that. I feel that. And and at a certain point, I think both you and I kind of came to this understanding and agreement, at least with me, like, huh, it's not always necessarily beneficial to say everything that I'm feeling. Yeah. And, <laughs> and we can feel fully. We can, What I hear you saying is we can feel fully without communicating. We, in other words, what's what what the feeling is for me is like we've got this in, internal relationship and internal communication dialogue going on all the time, or I guess it would be a monologue, you know, <laughs> these thoughts and and uh, words that are bouncing on, bouncing around within ourselves, and we can allow that to be a place of authentic self-expression as well. It doesn't have to come through our vocal cords and into the world it can just come into ourselves and we can recognize and acknowledge it feel it uh uh, uh what's the word uh 
yeah integrate it integrate integrate it and uh you know embrace it into our being without going through the motions of communication now of course it makes sense like you know in in relationships of course our 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 relationships are founded upon clear honest communication um but it's so important to be grounded in a place of understanding when we're going about our communication and we can't be grounded in that place if we don't have that internal dialogue in a place of uh that's that's grounded and settled so those 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 are just a few of my thoughts definitely yeah 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 and to expand upon that um you know there is that important distinction between self-expression that's coming from a very ungrounded and emotional place versus a very grounded and connected place. And, you know, I, I'm not saying that it's bad for us to express ourselves when we're emotional, like that's all good and fine as well. But, you know, for example, when we think about like toxic communication where someone's angry and yelling at someone and, you know, like, okay, where's, it's kind of like, okay, well, how productive is that? How productive is that? Yeah. Like, it, how is that going to support relationships? Um, how is that going to support your health in the long run? And so the, I think the distinction that I learned that has really helped me in kind of deciding like when to, when to share and when to just wait to share um, was something one of our mentors explained to us in a webinar where, you know, this was Dick and Bettinger, just to kind of say who it was, you know, he was saying that, you know, like, yeah, we can go around and we can, we can sneeze all over people, right? Mm -hmm. Like we can go and we can like say whatever we think our anger are this are that to people, right? Sneeze all over them. But that person might not really appreciate that. And so really what he suggests, what he talks about is really just kind of like tuning in with our feeling state. Do I feel constriction? Do I feel the discomfort of when emotions are coming up? For the example of anger, it's like, I know what anger feels like in my body. And yeah, I know that it can feel good to just release it Mm -hmm. and, and, and share it with you, Ben. But I've actually found that it's so much more constructive and beneficial and helpful long term when I just wait for the anger to pass and see the situation from a more grounded place. And oftentimes there is still something for me to say, right? It's not that I let the anger pass and I forget about it and I suppress what I was irritated about or or don't confront an issue that needs to be confronted. But it's coming from a more grounded place of a more clear mind. And from that place, we also have more, communi- more clear communication that is generally better received by the receiving party. Totally. So I, I'm, we're, we're kind of all over the place <laughs> in this in this communication around communication, um, which is, of course, totally awesome and fine and beautiful. But one thing that I thought that was also another kind of helpful thing to understand and wrap our heads around real quick is just kind of that that, um, you know, traversing that those difficult conversations, you know, mm-hmm. because I think that's where a lot of what back to kind of the practicality of clear throat energy, you know, I'm off, like I'm kind of tuned into how people like their voice, like how, like, you know, some people just kind of, it's like there's something stuck in there and it's like the stuckness 
is literally something that isn't being said. Um, and there's that kind of just this um, swallowing of words again. And the, the interesting thing in my experience is I'm, I'm not claiming to be like an expert of, in having difficult conversations. They're, they're difficult conversations are difficult for a reason, but I have um, felt that they're never as difficult as I always chalk them up to be in my head. Like I, I, I run through the conversation. Like if I need to share something with Suzanne, I'll run through it a thousand times in my own head. And it's like, Oh my gosh, how am I going to say this? Right. You do that with me. Uh, I don't, I can't think of a time, <laughs> but that's news to me. Yeah. But anyways, <laughs> like, you know, it's like, we, we kind of run through again, this internal dialogue of how we, how can I articulate this? Oh my gosh, I've got this thing to say to this person. I've got this meeting. I've got need to call this person. I need to do have this conversation and we run through it in our heads and like the worst case scenario, what if they say this? What do they say that? I'm not sure about And there's just all these thoughts, all these insecurities, all this, this energy. And then that kind of continues to damper down our own confidence and self-expression and communication. But the way that I see it and feel it is like it's just a matter of opening up the floodgates and allowing ourselves to just be honest, be open, and be communicative, and that and, in, and that in and of itself is healing. And then, of course, the practicality of that is like when we are just present, open, honest. We're connected with the flow of creativity that gives us the words, gives us the energy, gives us the message that is going to be, you know, adequately sent and uh, received. And these, these difficult conversations and communications are never, ever as challenging as they are in real life. Like we, when they, they're so much more challenging in our own thought-created realities than they are in like physical, practical world reality. Totally. In my experience. Definitely. I mean, I think what I really hear you saying to boil it down is that what makes difficult conversations difficult is our insecurity about how it's going to go, how what we're going to share is going to be received, um, you know, essentially kind of really caring about what the other person thinks yeah. of what we have to say. So, yeah, it's like really owning and recognizing our responsibility, our purpose, the, the, our intention is to be authentic to us and like be be like share on our end. We're not responsible for how that message lands on the other side ever. We can't be. Yeah. Um, so we need to like recognize our, the limitations in our communication and just be true to you. Just be true to me and um, you know, do our best and do what makes sense in the moment. And that truthful, authentic expression is such a gift in every situation I think because it really invites and inspires people to share authentically themselves as well. Totally. Yeah. You know, everyone appreciates. I mean, I appreciate, I don't know about everyone. I certainly appreciate when people are genuine, authentic and vulnerable. There's some like, Oh wow. I really acknowledge you for saying that, like, you know, breaking the ice in whatever way and just mm -hmm. being real. Um, it's, it's so inspiring. Um, so, yeah, I think that the world needs more than more of that. And um, we're all continuously invited to step into that authenticity and, uh, you know, flex the muscle 
and work out that muscle of authentic self-expression. Um, so yeah, I think in, in doing so, we just cr- create more flow in our vocal cords, create more flow in our authentic self-expression. And, and in that flow, I think is more, is the flow of more creativity, more fresh ideas, more insight. Um, so it's like we're, we're, where we open up the floodgates, we let the stream flow, and uh, we can enjoy whatever comes our way. Beautiful. Any other? Is that it? That's it, because (laughs) I have a feeling next week we're also going to be kind of extending this conversation when we're talking about the thyroid, I guess, okay, I guess the thyroid is next week, so. Yes. We'll see you next week for our thyroid medicinal Monday. Yes. And uh, as always, if you're looking for more support, you can check out our website, www.altered.health. You can check out our comprehensive support program, Thrive on Plants. Or if you're looking for just a little bit of inspiration, check out our meal guide membership. And uh, yeah, we look forward to seeing you next week. All right. Peace and love you guys. Bye for now.